Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. I am Madison. I'm Priscilla. And we are so happy and excited um, to have you here listening to us today. A few disclaimers. Um, I have my sweet Nova, sweet and sassy Nova, hanging out with Mama right now. And of course, um, just as I'm about to hit the record button on the podcast, she just feels the need to be active. So if you happen to hear her, I'm going to hope and pray she just waits for Mama to be done. Um, but if you happen to hear some sound, it is my dear old dog, um, being very, um, herself. So I'm super excited for today's topic. Um, Priscilla and I are going to dive deep into all things self-growth and I guess what that looks like for us now in our lives currently and we were just talking how it's an ever-changing thing right I am not the same person I was last fall and um, I'm not even the same person I was from spring and so I think self-growth is just a huge part of self-development and I always try and focus on being better than I was yesterday, right? Like I'm not a perfect human. Um, there's days where I make mistakes. There's times where I fall short. Um, but truly my main and my main goal in life is to just be work on being a better person than I was the day before. So we're going to talk a little bit of what that kind of looks like in our lives. Um, maybe what those challenges look like as well. Um, and I'm excited to dive into this because this, I feel like is a huge, um, topic of conversation for me with a lot of people. And yeah, like I said, it's a constant ever changing thing. So I guess, how is it for you? Yeah, I love that. And I love that we're going to be talking about it, um, in fall as of this recording, because, fall seems like a lot of letting go and um, releasing and that kind of seems like the opposite of growth but I think it's a crucial step yes growth Um, and I also want to comment that as you were talking about it it reminded me of kind of like our tagline for our podcast um to our listeners you probably hear it a lot more than we do (laughs) we don't listen to um, oh, there's Precious. Oh, Precious. I love, first of all, I love her name, Precious. Yeah. Yes. So. Priscilla has um, re- received, would that be the correct word? Received yeah, a, a cat from a dear friend of hers. And so her name is Precious. Yeah. She's just kind of sneaking out because he's just um, checking it all out. Yeah. Thank God I have my doggy gate because he <laughs> wants to like attack her. So she's been hissing at him and he's been growling at her. And I'm like, yes, y'all yes. better love each other because uh, otherwise Raymond said we're sh- going to have to choose between them. And I'm like, no, 
I won't choose. You will love each other. Yeah, you are going to you're going to behave and love each other. So um, we'll see. But um, what I was saying is that the tagline kind of for our podcast is about like our intro and stuff. And I think it's actually on our tagline underneath our podcast is about being best friends who are encouraging um, yeah. and helping you in your self growth, yeah. personal growth. So um, this feels like it really aligns with that podcast school it totally does it totally does and I think that's a good base to start this conversation is that you have people in your life who also support you um and support growth in your life I think that I um actually just shared a couple days ago a quote about just basically allowing people in your life who are healthy who um encourage you um to be better but also support you when things may get hard and difficult and I and I'm a true believer that your crew that you um hang around also represents who you are as a person and I try and um I try and strive for my um you know those in my life to really genuinely represent me too. Um, so yeah, I, I think your crew, your people, those you love are a huge part of your self growth and just having the support of them and having their encouragement, but also having their, um, I guess criticism, if you could say that, um, and creating a space where it's comfortable for each of you to talk about areas of improvement. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. um, When you're saying criticism, I was thinking of, I know what you're trying to say. Um, Kind of, I was going to critique, but that doesn't even seem quite right. Um, I guess having relationships where you're open yes um what is yeah I guess like in a work setting it would be called criticism um yep but really open to kind of like self-reflection and like your friend holding up a mirror and saying yeah this is this is what's going on um what do you think about this is this something that you want to change Absolutely. Yeah, no. And, and hearing that, I think when you're in a healthy space with yourself, um, I always try and I always try and allow, not allow, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like, I want, I encourage those relationships in my life to like be real and honest with me. Um, because that is part of, my soft growth like you know is is there something that hey madison maybe um i i didn't agree with you here and just like reflecting on certain things having taken the time to reflect um and just see how you could be better is a huge, a huge yeah problem. yeah that's good i think i'm getting to a place in my life where i am desiring directness and then not yeah. seeing that my current group of friends is not honest um 
because honesty is a huge value for me and I think they are too, but like not everyone can handle conflict well. Um, And so the ability and maturity to be able to handle conflict or um, if someone steps on your toes, being able to tell them in love, Hey, this isn't, this isn't working for me. This is a boundary. Um, you need to be aware of this. Absolutely. Um, in a way that's what, whatever way that is, because that's complex. And I think as we grow up, we should be able to, um, handle conflict in better and better ways, um, in ways that end in reconciliation and growth instead of, um, instead of like the opposite, which I think is like a reality TV cat fight. We don't want that. Right. 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 Yeah. We want growth. Um, we want strengthening of relationships. At least that's what, um, I want. And that's, um, if anyone's conflict adverse, I mean, it's not that I'm not sometimes either um, people pleasing can make someone conflict adverse, or it could just be your personality in general, but I'm really desiring to hang out with people who are value our relationship enough mm-hmm. to wade through conflict Yes, and say, Hey, this is worth taking time to hash this out yes yes I love that I love that so for you I would love to know like do you feel like and maybe I'm not even asking this in the right way because for sure within the last year both of us have grown tremendously um but looking back for you at last fall to where you are now this fall do you feel like a lot has changed for you Um, I mean, first of all, I think we'll just need to reevaluate or restate, I should say, the fact that everything has been crap since 2019, at least. For me. Yeah, I think we yeah. said that maybe in the last podcast or yeah. so that when was the last year that we had a break? Yes. When was the last year we had a nice, calm, cool, yeah. relaxing, nothing crazy going on here? For real. So, so kind of that concept of being like refined by fire. We're like, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, can you stop that? Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. Um, but um, I definitely think in that way, I've continued to grow each year. Um, but um, something that I think I'm just beginning to discover and explore um, so this is a way I'm stepping into new growth, um, but that's probably processed through what I've gone through in this last year is really reevaluating my career and my finances. Um, and the way I'm doing that is kind of through, um, excuse me, kind of through values, like mm-hmm. I've had to do some hard things that are not easy for, I guess I would say my personality type. So Mm -hmm. I am the kind of carefree personality. Like I like variety in my day or I like 
um, not being tied down to like set things. Um, and I enjoy creativity. And so some of those things, um, as I was trying to pursue videography and I know people make, um, careers out of this, um, people without degrees even. Um, but for some reason it was not clicking for me. Um, and I was not seeing the income that I needed. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's been a really painful, like heart to heart with myself about, um, what I truly want out of life and mm -hmm. figuring out, um, what I'm willing to do to get it. And get it. this can change and it could be, it could pivot. Um, but, um, if listeners don't already know, um, I took a job with Furniture Row. Um, so something that I never thought would be in my career title is Furniture Saleswoman. <laughs> um, but I will say that just from my interview and stuff, it really felt like this was a company that not only could I align with, but that could help me um, in personal growth. Um, right. And potentially the options for moving into management and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of like long hours, but I'm thinking this is what I need at this stage in my life. I need to yeah. reprioritize. Um, I think, yes, God, but like family, friends. Um, I just need to really get grounded. I've felt this sense in, over the last six months that I really need grounding. Um, kind of an anchor. Um, like some routine even in my life. Yeah. And I think that's kind of polar opposite to like my personality in and of itself. But I just really feel that this is a time to um, grow and expand in a way that I have not. Um, yeah. And careers can be interesting. So um, absolutely, this is a pivot in a direction that I didn't think I would go, um, but I think is going to go well. Um, and I think how I got here um, to this point is just really coming to terms with the fact that I couldn't continue to do what I was doing because it was not working. Yeah, I think, and, and that's a huge part of self-growth is having hard realization, you know, especially when it's something you love to do. Mm -hmm. It's hard to admit something's not working, I think, mm -hmm. if you're invested in it, whether it's a job or a relationship it's hard to come to that point where you're like, okay, this is not working. This is no longer what I need. It's not meeting my needs. Um, and it's not benefiting me. Um, yeah. Not that our own benefit is the only reason to do something, but um, it's, it wasn't benefiting my spouse, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard. 
I think, to absolutely realize those things. So, yeah, I mean, and, and like you said, in that case, there's not only just you involved, but there was your husband, mm-hmm. and you also think of their needs too, mm-hmm. and. I think that also ties in with soft growth is, you know, when you're married, you also have someone else to think about and how can you be your best version of yourself for that person? Um, it's a huge thing. And it's not to say you're not going to have hard days because everybody does. Um, but I think being in a marriage is sometimes putting the needs of your significant other above your own. Um, and, you know, just making sure they're taken care of and in a good place, too. So, yeah. I also think marriage um, or when you get to a certain point in life, um, whether you're married or not, probably. Um, but as someone who's married, like, the timelines... And I could say my biological clock too. Um, but the timelines um, of our shared goals and what we want to accomplish um, are ultimately going to change the way we do things mm-hmm. um, and the way we take care of our future, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's investing um, so you can retire. Uh, mm-hmm investing in your relationship and like the big thing like going on date nights and stuff like that or taking that time for each other in the evening to check in with each other about the day or the thing that I want to do more of in the future is really investing in friendships because that's something that um, I don't feel I have been able to properly invest in yeah for sure For sure, for sure. So what areas have you been experiencing growth in this past year? You know, I think for me, I just, it's, I feel like personal development for me is a big one. I feel like I'm constantly um, trying to reflect on myself and my shortcomings or where I've made mistakes, you know, I want to be a good person. Like I want people to think of Madison and think of like, Oh, like she's a, she's a good person. Like I genuinely care about others. Um, but I think to self-love that journey of self-love within myself is one that I'm sure I will always be on. Um, and I think just finding that, place of being content with me and not feeling like I have to change myself to fit a mold or, um, you know, try and make myself perfect for this, for certain people. When there are people out there in my life that accept me in my mess, just as I am. Um, I, I, I'd say that one is a big one in my life for sure. Just that self-love with myself. And finding it even in this place that I am at right now and knowing that next year, I'm still going to be just as worthy as I was this year. 
and the year after that and the year after that. And even though I am going to be a different person next year than I am right now, I'm still going to be worthy of the same things. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a big one for me. How have you grown in your self-love within this last year? Well, for starters, um, since last fall, I've lost about 25 pounds. Um, I'm hoping to lose a little bit more before my wedding, but I think there's a huge thing with um, weight loss. And that is knowing basically what I just said, that um, I was still worthy 25 pounds ago. Like, I think that's super important. Um, I try not to play into like the diet culture and like, oh, hey, like, uh, not that I, I um, don't, not that I don't enjoy, oh gosh, where am I trying to go with this? Not that I don't like appreciate people's transformations, but like, I don't want others to feel like, oh, now that I've lost 20 pounds, now I'm worthy for whatever it was they felt they were worthy of. Like, I want it to be known that you were still worthy then and you are, are worthy now. And if you lose 25 more pounds, you're going to be worthy then too. Like, um, that was a big one for me. So uh, I'm definitely like with me losing um that amount of weight. Like, I mean, I've definitely felt better about myself, but now I've been kind of at a plateau, um, and haven't really been able to lose anything. And that's been kind of defeating me a little bit, but again, I'm still worthy. I'm still worthy. And, um, I'm just as good as I was before. Um, but yeah, I think just getting healthier, making those transitions within my life with food, um, with certain products, um, even relationships, clean, clean out some of my relationships and realize who is healthy and put those people as a forefront. And, um, yeah, just, I, I feel like I'm constantly working on being a better, better version of me, a healthier version of me, a healthier soon to be wife, daughter, sister, friend, Mom to Nova, right, Nova? Mama's always working to be a better mama, right? Even though you drive me crazy sometimes, I know. So, yeah, that is, um, that's where I've been. I could not have said what you said about body positivity in essence better. I could not have said that better because that's exactly how I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was powerful. And I think, but I, and I think that's a big one. Like there's a lot of people, um, who haven't seen me in a really long time and their first reaction is, Oh my God, like you look really good. And, and it's because I don't, I don't really play into it. I, I kind of, um, like, I mean, thanks. Yes. Thank you. Um, but I also looked really good 25 pounds ago too. So, that's the kind of message that I'm trying to get across, like, um, that, that worth side of it. I think with a body positivity, oh, well, you'll be better. You'll be more loved. You'll be more worthy of things if you just lost this much weight, which is so, that's so 
BS, right? That is such an unhealthy mindset to be in. Um, and I was in that mindset. Some days I still feel like I'm there. Um, but that's why I don't, I don't tell people. I don't, yeah. I mean, if you look at me and you go, wow, Madison, like you look pretty good. Thank you. Like I, I'm just working on being healthier within myself. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have been in that place of equating weight loss to worth. I have been there. Um, I was in there when I weighed, when I was a teenager and I weighed 190 and went down to 150. Oh, oh precious. I'm trying to see if there she is. Oh my gosh, look at that. She's so fluffy. She's a long hair, yep. She's just checking out her new space. Yep. Nova, you would traumatize that baby. <laughs> Nova doesn't. Nova just, yeah, you would traumatize her. Junior has some work to do in the camp. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the dogs have some self-growth as well. <laughs> yes. But I think it's so powerful what you were saying because as I've gained weight, I had, each time I gained weight, I had to reevaluate and come to terms with this icky feeling of I felt worthless. Mm -hmm. um, and the biggest thing for me is I was able to do that after I had lost some weight. So I'd lost 40 pounds and then I gained it back and then more. And I was unhappy when I was at 150. Um, and then as I proceeded to gain like another 150 pounds on top of that, um, the whole process was really transformational to like my own personal self yeah. and coming to accept my body in, yeah. the, in the larger size and be like you know what I'm not any less worthy of love and yes. it's not actually my body that's making me feel bad I'm making myself feel bad <laughs> because I felt this bad at the low weight the low weight so um that was really transformational for me realizing that it wasn't about my body it was exactly. about my mind not loving my exactly. body exactly exactly like the big thing for me like an insecurity is my arms and girl. just within this last year I've been having like a come to Jesus moment about my arms like I've really been looking at my arms and being like girl what is it about your arms why do you hate them so much? Like, why are you caught up in this? And TMI, perhaps, but I was contemplating over this last month that maybe it's like an arm to boob ratio. <laughs> hey, yeah. Before you lose it, like, I was thinking, you know what? It might just be that I look at, like, people with like perfect bodies or whatever and they have the extra boobs and it might be in proportion to like their overall body size their arms look smaller mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm not I don't have like a lot of boobs so yes. um it might be that like my arm is just kind of my arm it is what it is and um I can't believe I was hating on it like 150 pounds ago um yeah 
still hating on her. And like, I just, I'm really, I've been looking at myself in the mirror and being like, you really need to get over this. Like you need to get yep. over it. It's not allowing yep. you to wear tank tops or anything like get over yourself. Exactly. Your arms are fine. They don't deserve this hate. Exactly. 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 You said something earlier that I wanted to touch on um, and I lost it in this um, topic of body positivity, um, but I will try to think of it maybe as we continue talking. It was something about growth. So um, what other ways have you experienced growth? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I feel as well. Uh, well, I guess this is a big one. This is a fun one. I'm shocked I didn't even bring this up to you because um, it's been weighing pretty heavy on me. Maybe because I'm just like trying to like not think about it at all. Um, so I start my genetic testing on the 9th. So I go in um, and get my blood draw on the 9th of November at the oncology center. Um, I have to sit and meet with a doctor and they're basically going to sit me down and, um, explain to me things I already know, but maybe a little more in detail. And then I get to, um, you know, do my labs and those will get sent in and I should find my results out within um, 10 to 21 days. And that was, a, this is a big one for me. Uh, a lot of people, I would love to share my story more about this. I know I've kind of touched on it, but this is a huge, huge, huge um, major part of my life. And one that, um, I don't want to say I've been avoiding, but like when I felt like, oh, I had all this time left before I had to find out. Now it's basically kind of just slapping me right in the face. And um, yeah, and I, I, I have some genuine worries after I scheduled my appointment, after they called me on the phone. Um, I didn't think it was going to bother me that much. And it totally did. It totally bothered me. Cause it's such a big deal for me. It's such a big deal in my life. But I think, um, this opens up a whole other level of fears and I'll definitely say this for another day. Cause I could sit and talk about this for hours, but just knowing that if I were to test positive, that God is still good, that I am going to be okay. It's not to say that I ever will for sure have cancer. It's just showing me that my chances are highly increased for certain ones. Um, and that it's not going to change me. The lady on the phone said that to me. She's like, it, it's not going to change you. A lot of people thinks it, thinks that it will change who they are. And this is not going to change me. It's not going to change me at all. Um so I think just coming to terms with myself, uh, regardless of how the outcome plays out, um, with that and just knowing that whatever happens, it's God's plan for my life. Um, 
and that I have no truly control over it. Uh, I can't stop it from happening. I can't stop it from happening to my sister. Um, that's a big one for me is making, I would, I would take it in a heartbeat over her and just, um, I, I know for a fact, I'll carry a lot of guilt with myself if I test negative and she tests positive. Um, but I have to remind myself, it's not going to change me. It won't change Sophie. Um, and God's got it. We can't control the outcome of the situation, but we can be proactive and that's exactly what we're doing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's happening. That's happening finally in my life. I remember you talking about that in our podcast. We have that whole podcast episode Mm -hmm. for our listeners, Mm -hmm. um, on Madison's it's the ATM. Yep. Right. Yep. So we have an episode titled, um, on that Madison shared about that. Um, I don't know if like, I'm trying to remember, cause I remember you sharing that guilt about like you and your sister, but like, it's possible that you both could have it. Right. Yeah. We could both, both test positive. Yeah. You both could not have test it. Negative. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like you're giving your sister the cancer gene, mm-hmm. although it can definitely feel like, I know that that's something that you're feeling, but like, just yeah. more wish you could bear that than her, which is probably just a big sister thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm curious to know how it will affect me if I do test positive. Like, I'm trying to, I, I, I'm going to do my very best to not let it change and affect me at all. But I feel like for a while I will have some feelings. I mean, cause that's a huge part. It's a huge part of me. It's a huge part of my life. Yeah. And I mean, so. if that happens, then we can just hash it out here on the podcast. You can walk us through all the things we can do all the research. Um, I love how you read up on things. Um, that was really cool when we were doing the detoxing podcast, um, how you had these articles and stuff that you read. So, I mean, yeah, we we could talk about. Absolutely. In your timing, of course, you know, we're not whatever (laughs) we're not promising it, whatever you need to do to process you need to do. So, um, is there anything else on your end that you would like to share or add? I did have, I remembered what I was going to ask you. Um, something that maybe this is just like a bigger picture thinking. And I thought maybe we could, um, before we wrap it up, talk about maybe our approach to self-growth. Because you said something that I don't really identify with, but I bet other people might. Um, and that is that you strive every single day to be a better person. I think I'm much bigger pictured and I'm like, these are the big goals that I have. These are the things that I want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. This is who I want to be, which is in part. um, No, no, we're not doing that right now, Nova. (laughs) I'm here. The squeak toy. I love how she saves it till the end. You you did pretty good on this pretty pod, but we're not doing this right now. Of course, you have to see what kind of toy this is too. Give it to mommy, please. Give it to mama. No, we're not. Go find your baby. Yep, go find your ball. Okay, this is um her reindeer girl. Aw, is that what she got for Christmas? 
This is her Christmas present last year. Shocking. Okay. It is still it looks brand new. It still has all its limbs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at her. She's like, of course, Mama. Give it to um, me. Give it to me. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Go find your ball. Where's your ball? <gasps> Where's your ball? Go get it. Yep. Go get your ball from Mama. Go get your ball. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, oh, listeners. Mama. This is literally. <laughs> I wish you could see her. She is like. One day we will. Give me an antler. Give me something. We will get this podcast. Like, I feel like it would be fun to one day, like, do a YouTube channel or something. So people I feel like, yeah, we could live stream a YouTube channel or something. Facebook, our facial expressions here, because a lot of you guys miss what we. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. A lot of you miss how we actually look at each other. There's a lot that goes up behind the scenes. Trust me. Okay. Nova's really not into it. She's like, let me have them. She's just like, girl, why do you have to do this to mama? Where is your pink ball? Where's your ball? (laughs) No, sorry. What you were saying. (laughs) What I was saying is that, um, oh gosh, I kind of lost it with all the Nova cuteness. Um, it's something that's been hard for me, like to deal with because I'm big picture. I'm like, this is how I want to improve my life in like the next year or five years. It's hard for me to, um, get grounded with, um, like maybe my values or like how, how I want to approach things. Um, so like, how I would do things on the daily, like those small steps for growth. Like I'm just focused on big picture growth. Um, So like I can often do like the 2020 vision when you're looking back, you can see, Oh, that's how I grew, but it's not super like intentional or day by day. Yeah. I've heard other people say that they do it day by day. So I would be curious um, what striving to improve every day looks like for you or how you feel and approach that I think for me I just take I I always make sure I take like five minutes before I go to bed and reflect on my actions um and again there's some days I'm a hot mess and I am easily angered and there's days that I just I'm in a, a cranky mood and things just set me off. And um, I think it's important just in general to sit and take the time and think to myself, yeah, I was wrong here. Um, I could have been a better person to this human. Um, I could have been a better friend in this circumstance today. I could have been a better sister. I could have been a, been a better fiance or daughter, mm-hmm. um, co-worker, teacher. I have to learn and grow in myself every day, right? We learn as teachers. Self-reflection is a huge part of your role as a teacher. And the best way you're going to get kids to learn is by growing relationships with them. And if there's things that you're doing that isn't going to benefit them or that isn't helping them be in a safe, healthy learning space. <gasps> you ripped it. No, did it happen? She tore her leg. <laughs> um, 
it's important that we sit and we reflect on those circumstances and things. And that's truly what I try and do is sit and take five minutes to myself, think about where I made mistakes, how I could do better next time. Um, but also give myself some grace and think about things that I did maybe do good that I was proud of myself for. Cause that's a big part of it too, is, is, um, giving yourself that grace and just being like, no, good job, Madison. Like you handled this really well today and, and giving yourself the credit that you deserve. And I think we often miss that for ourselves because, uh, I don't like people to think I'm selfish or greedy and think about myself, but I think there is a point though, that come that everyone needs to sit and just be proud of who they are and the jobs that they have done and give themselves that grace and that credit. Right, Nova? Was Mama a good moment today? She's like, I'm just over you at this point. I'm just done. <laughs> I would just like to take a snapshot of you and her and you saying that and her just in the background over your shoulder, I like, can't. this woman won't give me my toy. I know. <laughs> my mama <laughs> took away my toy, right? Hey, mama doesn't care about mama. Mama was reflecting how I could do better next time. <laughs> I think that's an incredible tip. It's certainly something that I could improve on. And I think it will be very helpful for everyone listening. So thank you for sharing that. And I feel like this is a great in the podcast. Yes. I, I love that. Thank you guys for listening. We love and appreciate each of you. And we look forward to uh, having you join us for our next podcast. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk, Talk soon. soon. So your house next week? Yes, can't wait. <laughs>